Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good evening, everyone. Before I give my typical typical intro, let's state that again. Good evening, everyone. Before I give my typical intro, I would ask you to do something. If you have paper and something to write with that, or if you have paper and something to write with, that would be great. Or you can use your phone or or what, or a tablet, whatever you have, anything that you can take a few notes with and take notes on. I would greatly appreciate you do that right now. You get that right now, whatever you need to get, because this is a situation where I'm going to need your help. We're going to have to do a little bit of research. We're going to have to work together to try to get to the bottom of a really, really crazy story that I'm still gathering information about as we go live. That's why I'm a little disjointed here at the beginning. But um, yeah, I'm going to need your help. So I need you to something to write with, something to write on, or use your, your phone or tablet, open up the notes section, whatever you have to do, because I need you to write down some information and see what you can discover and what you can find. Because the last thing we want to do is report anything that's not true or anything that's not accurate. So let me say right from the beginning, I just came across this information. I'm still trying to figure it all out. It's a little bit confusing. Um, and I don't know what the implication, I mean, it'll be interesting. I think everyone will, will may say this, is, may, some may say this is a good thing. Some may see, th- see this is a concerning thing. I think, a lot, I think this is going to get a lot of different reactions. So let me just say this. This is, I'm going to say that this is a developing story and that there's a lot of information we still need to find before we can say anything dogmatic. I'm, I'm, what I'm going to do is provide the information I have, and then we, I will come back at a, at a different broadcast, you know, at a later time, tomorrow, who knows, Saturday, Sunday, whenever it's appropriate, and say, here's what we have discovered. So please just take this as initial information And I'm going to try to be very careful not to make any dogmatic declarations of any kind, all right? Are we all on the same page? I'm going to assume that I'm hearing yeses all over, especially here in the United States of America. If you are in a, if you're in another country, this story, I don't know how you're going, I don't know how you're going to view this story, but if you're here in the United States of America, then I definitely want you to pay attention and definitely need your help. But if you're outside of the United States of America, feel free free to do whatever research you want to do as well. But are you ready? Here we go. So before we get to the story, welcome everyone to the Theology Central Podcast. It is Thursday, June the 23rd, 2022. It is 9.46 p.m. Well, 9.47 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from Abilene, Texas. Here has what here is what is developing. Here is what happened. I was downstairs in my study watching a television show. And I got a notification and I looked down and it said FBI raids. And I'm like, okay, the FBI is raiding something. Okay, I wonder what they're raiding. I wonder what's I wonder what what they are investigating. I wonder what's going on. And I kind of just, I looked away. I looked away because typically I try not to look at uh, anything, any device or tablet or anything when I'm watching uh, certain television shows. So for the most part, I was just paying attention to the television show going, oh, that's interesting. And then I, I texted a couple of people to go, oh, have you seen this episode? You should watch it because of some some cool things on it. All right. So so that's kind of really what I was doing. I was just watching the show. And so then um, after after the show, I, I, I went back to the notification. I'm like, oh, so what was the FBI rating? And 
I don't know why. I mean, a lot of times I get news notifications and I don't go by, go back and check. But this one, I just wanted to go back and check. So I'm like, so the FBI is rating what, right? So I opened the story and this is what I read. And I'm, I'm going to read it to you. FBI raids Georgia churches near military bases. Sources say church was targeting soldiers. I'm like, what's going on? The FBI is raiding churches that are near military bases because they say the churches are targeting soldiers. So I, I, I'm like, what's going on? Is the church like, they, they got the church near the military base and when mil, the military members come off base, they try to shoot them, they try to kidnap them, they try to kill them. Like, what is going on? Why is the FBI raiding churches near military bases in Georgia? I'm like, okay, uh, there's got to be more to this story. The headline looks crazy. So then they have a picture of one of the churches. This is the, uh, it's the Assembly of Prayer Church on Old Tobacco Road was raided by the FBI Thursday morning. So the Assembly of Prayer Church on Old Tobacco Road. Now, I know we have at least one listener who I believe lives in Georgia. So he may be familiar with this road, may be familiar with this church, I'm going to obviously wait for any information he may give me, but I, I, the Assembly of Prayer Church, I don't think I've heard of it, but I look at it, I mean, it looks like a, a, a very, a decent sized building, um, you know, it, it looks like just your normal church, like if you drove past it, you wouldn't go, ooh, what is that little small thing, it looks like a, a nice building. Uh, not a large church, but not a small church, kind of one of those medium kind of churches, I guess is how you would you would classify this. But it's the Assembly of Prayer Church on Old Tobacco Road was raided by the FBI Thursday morning. So I guess this morning. So this morning, the FBI raided a church. Okay, so one, but the headline says churches in Georgia near military bases. Oh, so, okay. So when I'm looking at this, I'm like, okay, this this can't be... This has to be, to be from some conspiracy website. Like, what, what's going on here? What's going on? So I started looking, and this comes to us from the Augusta Chronicle. Now, the Augusta Chronicle, I don't know anything about it, but then Yahoo News picked it up. So that's the Augusta Chronicle and Yahoo News. I haven't done more research to see what other news agencies are reporting this, because the last thing you want to do is turn on a microphone, and then it's like, oh, this, this is it. The FBI's raiding churches. They're coming after all of us. You don't want to be hyperbolic, sensational. But at the same time, what the FBI is raiding churches near military bases because they're saying that churches are targeting soldiers. What, what, what's going on? What's going on? So let, let's get a little bit of the information. Here we go. Here's from, here's from the story. And this was published uh, June the 23rd. So today at 7.46 p.m., I don't know why the notification didn't show up till later, but that's, hey, I got the notification. That's great. So let's, let's read this. Here we go. The FBI on Thursday raided three churches associated with the House of Prayer Christian Church in Georgia and Texas. So three churches are raided. They are associated with the House of Prayer Christian Church that's located in Georgia and Texas. Now, I live in Texas. I don't think I've ever heard of the House of Prayer Christian Church. I don't know anything about, I don't know their theology. I don't know their history. I don't know their origin. This is one of those, like, if, if I've heard of it, I, 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 I don't know anything about it. 
again, it's called the House of Prayer Christian Church. It seems that they're located in Georgia and Texas. Are you familiar with these churches? We're going to have to find doctrinal statements, maybe a theological, what theological stream they find themselves. What is going on? And what, is, what have they done to be raided by the FBI? The FBI has not released a statement regarding the raids. All right. Now, that's the first red flag. So whatever we're, information we're going to get, we're going to get one side of the story. We're not getting the FBI side. So we got to be very cautious here to not make any crazy claims. I definitely want to hear what the FBI has to say. And I'm going to be, if you if you hear any news reports about this on a podcast, like a, any of the news podcasts that are, are you know released all the time, if you hear one, let me know which podcast. I'll grab the audio and we'll, we'll play their report and, and review it. But I, and, yeah, so let's continue. All right. So the FBI has not released a statement regarding the raids. The House of Prayer is owned by the foreign nonprofit company, House of Prayer Christian Churches of America, Inc. So it's a foreign nonprofit company called the House of Prayer Christian Churches of America, Inc., but it's a foreign nonprofit company. Already there seems a little bit confusing. Which registered in the, in the Georgia Secretary of, with the Georgia Secretary of State in 2004. The business, the businesses listed officers are affiliated with the Georgia churches and use Hinesville, Hinesville, Georgia post office boxes as mailing addresses. So there's some things there not sounding a little odd. Okay. Cause I see the actual church building here. Why would you not, why would you be using a post office box? Now, to be fair, uh, if you saw our building, doesn't look anything as nice as that. We have a post office box because that's just the way it works. The mail, mail doesn't come directly to our church building. It goes to a post office box that because that was just the way it works. So let's go through this again. So the House of Prayer is owned by the foreign nonprofit company, House of Prayer Christian Churches of America, Inc., which registered with the Georgia Secretary of State in 2004, the businesses listed officers are affiliated with the Georgia churches and use Hinesville, uh, Hinesville, Georgia post office boxes as mailing addresses. It's churches, which are primarily located near military bases throughout the country, have been accused by former members and a veterans advocacy group of operating like a cult and targeting soldiers. Okay, now, a former member, or former members say they operate as a cult. Okay, now, I, I hope you do realize this. Anyone could leave a church, and because they're upset, say, they're a cult. I've heard people say that about any kind of churches. I've even said that about a church I left in Nebraska, that a church that I, I was a member of and I left, um, it, because it all fell apart. I would have said, they're acting like a cult. Now, so anytime someone says a church is acting like a cult or they are a cult, should they be raided by the FBI? Now, again, if they're doing cult-like things which are illegal, then obviously, but that that's just a, a that's a pretty generic claim. That's a pretty generic claim. I mean, you find lots of people who grew up in a church or 
who went to a church and they leave upset. They're, they're, that's a cult. They act like a cult. I've heard John MacArthur's church accused of being a cult. I've, I've heard almost every church in some way, shape, or form of being accused of being a cult. So that that but so they're accused of being a cult or operating like a cult and targeting soldiers. I still don't get how are they targeting soldiers? So here we go. In August 2020, Veterans Education Success, an advocacy organization based in Washington, D.C., asked the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs and the Georgia Veterans Service to investigate alleged abuses of the GI Bill program by House of Prayer Christian Church's Bible seminaries. All right, now, the GI Bill program, if you're not familiar. The GI Bill program, if you're not familiar, is the educational benefit program that is a military member. You, you go to the military, you're, you're in the military, they take so much money from your check after it, after you, uh, so much has been, basically that you've been, you've given from your check, then it's met with their matching funds and then basically you have this large amount of money that you can use for your uh, education. You can use it for all kinds of different schools. There are, there are seminaries you can use it for, Bible colleges, uh, you know, universities, all kinds of different schools, right? I used uh, a part of my, well, I didn't use, I used uh, tuition assistance. I didn't use my GI Bill. I think, uh, I think, I don't, I can't remember. I, I used so much of my military money for education. I used it for everything, for uh, a Catholic university pursuing a degree in Catholic theology, all kinds of different schools uh, for so many different things. So, um, but the GI Bill program can be utilized to go to some Christian seminaries and Christian Bible colleges. It can be used for that. It's just the, the only thing is that it has to meet is the, it has to be, it has to be a registered school basically with the VA. And I can't remember which, all the qualifications, but it's not, put it this way. It's not uncommon for someone to use their GI Bill for a seminary or a Bible college. It's not completely out of the question. So there's nothing like, wait a minute, the, the GI Bill? But in this particular case, the Georgia Veterans Service and vet wanted, wanted, or I'm sorry, the Department of Veterans Affairs asked the, or, let's go through this again. The Veterans Education Success and Advocacy Organization asked the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs and the Georgia Veterans Service to investigate alleged abuses of the GI Bill program by the House of Prayer Christian Church's Bible seminaries. Now, I don't know how they would have been abusing it. That's the weird part. Like, what were they doing? How were they abusing it? Were, were they making, like, were they getting names of people and then claiming those people had enrolled in the seminary and they really didn't enroll and therefore they were taking people's GI Bill money who wasn't really going to school there and did not want to go to school there? Now, that would be an issue. Hey, let's get names of military members, okay? Now we'll get their information, then we'll say that they're going to our seminary, we'll get their GI Bill money, and they're really not going here. Now, that would be a major problem. I, so there, I've got questions here. Let's see if it offers any information. Veterans allege, now here's what veterans claim, that the House of Prayer Christian Church deceives the VA during inspections and targets veterans in order to access GI Bill funding. 
VA disability compensation and VA home loans, according to the organization's letter to the VA and Georgia uh, and Georgia's SAA, which would be uh, the success and advocacy organization, I guess. I'm assuming that's who they're referring to. Now, so so veterans are alleging that the House of Prayer Christian Churches deceives the VA during inspections and targets veterans in order to access their GI Bill funding and their VA disability compensation and VA home loans. I don't know how they would, like, what do they do? They convince the they convince the veteran to, to give their money. I don't know how they would accomplish this. And again, the only reason... I'm I'm bringing this up is obviously I was in the military. I used tuition assistance. I had the GI Bill. Um, I um, have VA disability, 100% disability because of what happened to me in the military and and almost died. I won't go through all of that. And VA home loans. I uh, I, be, I believe my uh, home loan was from the VA, if I remember correctly. So I may have had all of those things. I don't know how I would have taken any of those things, even if, and somehow, like, the ch- how would the church access any of those things? Like, I don't, like, did something deceptive occur? Like, the church is like, hey, we need your social security. We need your, we need your, <laughs> we need your military ID. We need, like, what, like, I, I don't understand what's going on here. Something is something. We need more information. Now, here's a little bit about the raids. The raid near Fort Gordon, half a dozen FBI agents were seen in the back of the Assembly of Prayer Church on Tobacco Road uh, during a raid that started at about 7.15 a.m. Thursday and continued into the afternoon. According to a search of property records, House of Prayer Christian Church owns 2952 Old Tobacco Road, the address of the Assembly of Prayer Church in Richmond County. At about 1 p.m., agents were seen using stairs at the back of the building during the investigation, according to Sergeant William McCarty with the Richmond County Sheriff's Office. We were there to assist them, but referring everything over to the FBI, said McCarty. He said he could not confirm if there were any arrests. The Assembly of Prayer Church is located just outside of Gate 5 at Fort Gordon. Now, there I know of many churches of Independent Fundamental Baptist and many who have purposely located their churches very near military installations, very close to military bases, especially if they're training bases. And here's the reason why. If you're, okay, I'll I'll try to explain this. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is I do have some, some knowledge about some of these things because I was in the military. When you, okay, you go to basic training. Now, when you're in basic training, you basically, I mean, you, you can't, I mean, you get a town pass, like we'll say you're in, uh, in, in the United States Air Force basic training at Lackland Air Force Base in uh, San Antonio, Texas. You may get a day pass. You can get on a bus and go downtown San Antonio for, you know, a couple of hours, and then you come back. Nothing major, nothing major. But when you get to tech school, 
all right? You have these different phases, like phase one, you have to wear like your, your, a certain uniform, you, you're restricted to the base, you can't go anywhere. Then like on phase two, you can go, you can go downtown maybe on the weekend and, and you have these different phases. But as you move up in your phases, you get more and more access to leave the base and do different things in the town. However, you're there for training. So there's a high probability a lot of the troops there do not have a car with them. I did not have a car. Well, if you want to go to church, you either have to try to find a church where someone will come get you. You got to try to find a bus. You got to try to come up with a ride. Now, in, 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 in 2022, someone could just contact an Uber or something like that. But at that point in time, you know, you, I guess you could try to find a taxi or whatever your options are, depending on where you are. So a lot of churches would locate a place right near the military installation, and then people could just walk to the front gate, walk through the front gate, and walk to the building. And go there. So I think in some churches' mind, this would be a good place, almost like a mission field, to be able to serve the military, being very close to the military installation, very close so that they could get there easily. All right. And if you if, if a, a person is just moving to that base, and maybe they're gonna live on the base and base housing, they're like, oh, there's a church right there. So I there's nothing to me suspicious about trying to put a church near a military installation because as a church, you want to minister to people, and if you see that there's a, a possibility that you can minister to people on a military installation, why would you not do that? I don't see that as, as, as anything nefarious. However, I don't know what they're doing, because it sounds like there's some major accusations. But uh, this church is located outside the gate five at Fort Gordon. And an email sent Thursday, Ann H. Bowman Deputy Public Affairs Officer at Fort Gordon said Fort Gordon was aware of the organization called the Assembly of Prayer Church through our law enforcement channels, but the installation has no bans against the organization or any official dealings with them despite their website claims. Now, what is the website claiming? Now, that's interesting. We're going to have to try to, we're going to, have to, try to find their website and see what, what's it, what, what are they claiming. There, there's a lot to this story that we're still on trying to unpack. But the base does not have a ban. Now, sometimes when you come to a military installation, when you first get there, you have a lot of your briefings when you first arrive, your newcomer briefings. And a lot of times they'll say, hey, you're not allowed, this club is banned, you're not to go there or stay away from this this business or this because of questionable activities, what or criminal activity, whatever the case may be. So th- they don't have an official ban like, hey, stay away from that. It's, it's a cult. It's a dangerous, but it's dangerous. However, it appears that the the website may be making claims that's not accurate. So that's something we'll have to look into. Bowman confirmed that we're, there were reports made to Fort Gordon law enforcement of recruiting solicitation attempts by the church members. But see, what do you mean by recruiting or solicitation attempts? So I'm getting really nervous here because is it considered recruiting or solicitation if you're trying to present the gospel to military members? If you're inviting them to your church, is that recruiting a solicitation? Or is that what we would call evangelism? Now, I'm by no means defending the church, I don't know their doctrine or theology. I'm assuming there's probably a lot I disagree with, but I'm getting really nervous that, hey, this church was up to no good because they were soliciting and trying to recruit military members. Or were they simply evangelizing them? Like, that, there's a fine line right there, right? 
What do you mean? That's a little, uh, again, I... I don't, whoa, there, there's, a, there's a lot here. I got to, so I'm going to read this again. There were reports made to Fort Gordon law enforcement of recruiting a solicitation attempts by the church members, but there were no incidents, confrontations, arrests, or anything of this nature as a result. She said in another email Thursday night, why would there be confrontations or an incident or arrest? Your, your building is located, I mean, right next to a, a military installation. What were you doing? Were you... Were you handing out flyers, tracts, Bibles? What is going on? Okay, so that's the raid near Fort Gordon. Then there was a raid near Fort Stewart. The FBI also on Thursday raided the House of Prayer Christian Church in Hinesville. In Hinesville. The, the raid took place just after 8 a.m. on 2500 block of Airport Road. Onlookers observed FBI agents with weapons traveling to multiple buildings while a group of women were being guarded by an officer with a weapon. So they came in with weapons. Now, I, I'm assuming, I, I guess that makes sense. It's just like, what in the world was these churches doing? We have to show up with guns. Hey, you were, you've been soliciting and recruiting people who, who are in the military. Like, I'm hoping the FBI has a side of the story that this makes some kind of sense. Uh, Jenna Salito, an FBI spokesperson, confirmed the agency was executing a court-authorized search warrant. She said no arrests had been made as of Thursday afternoon. So the court signed off on the search warrant. So they, they must have some kind of evidence of something really bad going on. The House of Prayer Christian Church in Hinesville is located less than eight miles from Fort Stewart in Liberty County. Now, Now we're going to jump to Texas. So a raid took place here in Texas near Fort Hood. The Assembly of Prayer Christian Church on Massey Street in Colleen, Texas, was also raided by the FBI on Thursday, according to the Colleen Police Department. So three churches in three different locations near three different military installations, all raided by the FBI. The one in Texas is a completely different state. Okay, so you got two churches in Georgia and two different counties, two different parts of the state. I'm, ass- I'm assuming I have to look at a map to know that where these two military installations are. And then you've got Fort Hood down in Colleen, Texas. The church is located less than four miles from Fort Hood. Colleen officers arrived to assist the FBI with traffic diversion just after 7.30 a.m., according to officials. Ashley uh, DeMorest, a former member of the church who observed the raid, says she was a member of the church from age 15 to 23 until I finally escaped. That doesn't sound good. Amber uh, Fitz Randolph, leader of the Fort Hood Fallen Facebook page, which was started in 2017, said members of the church in Colleen have snuck into the barracks and threatened soldiers. What in the world is, how did they sneak into the barracks? Wouldn't they have had a, I know I can't, I, uh, maybe is it is, is a Fort Hood an open base? There's some bases I guess you can just go on to, but like an, an Air Force base, you got to show military ID to get through the front gate. So how did, I, I don't know, I would have to uh, look about Fort Hood. Can you just walk onto the base? They just walk onto the base and then, but it says snuck into the barracks. So did they sneak onto the base? Like what in the world is going? And then they threatened. 
What, how did they threaten? Like, what was the threat? This is some, there's some bizarre something going on with this story. Um, and a text message Thursday afternoon, Christopher Hogg, chief of media re- relations at Fort Hood, said they were aware of the FBI investigation, investigating the church and their police are looking into it. DeMorris said, uh, said she solicited soldiers on base as a member of the church. What does she mean she solicited soldiers? Like, that's an interesting use of word. I solicited soldiers. Is that the word the church used? What did you mean you solicited? Like, solicited them to what? When I was 16, I would go with other members to Fort Hood and do what the church would call soul winning to invite people to the church. Okay, so what is wrong with... So, so now when you find out what soliciting is, it's simply inviting people to the church. But that's being spoken of in the article as something underhanded, like they're trying to recruit, they're trying to solicit. It sounds like they were just soul winning. Now, I may not agree with their theology. I may not even agree with their evangelistic method. But does this, why is the FBI involved? Let, let, let's, let's go a little further. I get, I, I'm just asking, please understand. I'm not taking the side of the church. I'm not taking the side of the FBI. I'm asking questions. I'm playing the devil's advocate really to everything that happened because I don't, because right now this is all still developing. I'm just asking questions about the report that I am reading. Please understand that I'm not making any dogmatic declarations. Please understand that. All right, let, let's see what else they have to say here. Um. In the Veterans Education Success Letter to the VA and Georgia SAA in 2020, the organization cited similar solicitations. Once again, so, so hey, they're, they're trying to solicit our, our, our members. What Are you saying that I, as a church, if we make a soul-winning focus, like here in, in this area, on Dias Air Force Base, right, here in Abilene, Texas, I'm like, well, we're going to do what we can to reach the people of Dias Air Force Base that that would make us then be placed on the radar for the FBI? <laughs> because so far, they haven't given us really any other... Well, they, they, they tried to get access to VA loans, military, mili- military financial benefits. I don't know how the church would get access to that. I don't, as a military member, I can't just say... I mean, I, I, get, my VA disp- I, I get my uh, VA disability check, right? That's how I live is off my VA disability check. I Can I just, if I give that each month over to a church, that would be on me. Why, why would the church be rated? Like, I don't understand what's going on here. Okay, l- let's go a little further here. It says, um, soul winning is an organized event coordinated by the House of Prayers church, Christian Church clergy, noted the document. Five days a week, individuals are paired up and sent out to recruit new members on or around military bases. Students would recruit at post-exchange barracks and on-base housing. Yeah, you go on uh, on base housing, they're knocking on doors, or they're standing in front of the po- post-exchange or base exchange, or the B, what we call the BX in the Air Force. We basically think of it as an apartment store, right? You, you don't have to pay any tax, right? And... Um, you're handing out tracts or you're handing out a flyer, inviting them to the church. How is that even called? How's that even, why is that even being spoken of as something wrong? That's what's weird about this news story. All of the focus seems that they were recruiting, they were soliciting, they were soul winning. So the FBI had to raid. 
the, the only thing that they've they've kind of spoken of that could be somewhat questionable is, well, I guess possible threats, like what threats were made. Okay, that would be a problematic. And supposedly trying to gain access to military benefits. They, but they don't even come close to even telling us how that supposedly was happening. All of the focus is on this evil action of recruiting and soliciting. <laughs> Have you ever walked by a military recruiter's office? So, so is military is so these people in the military were recruited into the military. So were the military recruiters wrong? Like I, I don't understand. So what what kind of recruiting is acceptable? The document also cites specific members' experiences recruiting on bases in Georgia. And then that's it. Now the uh one of the reporters who contributed to the story is, works for USA Today. So USA Today is involved, Yahoo News, and the Augusta Chronicle. And um, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand what happened here. That, that's the story. That's the whole story. Now, I started by the beginning saying, please write some stuff down and do some investigating on your own. And let's see what we can find. So let's, we'll do a little bit really quick. We'll do a little bit here really quick. So this is called the Assembly of Prayer Church. So I'm going to, I'm going to do this. The Assembly Prayer Christian Church. All right. Um, is this the same church? Hang on, here, here's, here's the Facebook page for the uh, one in Colleen, Texas. Um, they, say, they say they're assemblies of God. Are they connected with assemblies of God? Wow, according to their Facebook page, they're connected with the assemblies of God. I don't know if that's accurate. I, I don't want to say that. Um, assemblies of prayer or assembly of prayer. That's AOP. Is that the same church? Okay, hang on. I'm trying to get information here about these. No, that can't be the same church. Okay, that, that can't be the same church. All right. Where I'm trying to find out about, about like finding an actual website for these churches. Okay, okay, here's the Assembly of Prayer Christian Church in Colleen, Texas. Assembly of Prayer Christian Church, Colleen, Texas. Uh, okay, I'm looking here. Do we get... Do we get uh, any... What is this? Okay. I'm trying to find out do we get a do we get a doctrinal statement about about um okay that is not helpful. I don't, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to get some kind of doctrinal connection here to this. 
They definitely seem to make a focus that they're trying to minister to those in the military. Um, church homepage. Let's go to the church homepage. See, I'm, I'm, I'm looking. This is all being done live on the air. Okay. Uh, House of Prayer Christian Church, Colleen, Texas. Take a look at this wonderful church. Okay. And then you click on that. And then we're right back to... Uh, they definitely focus on, on the military ministry. They have a servicemen's home. They don't seem to have a doctrinal statement anywhere. I can't find anything. It's going to take me a little bit of time to work through this. Okay, so I'm not finding any definitive information. I don't know why the Facebook page seems to say Assemblies of God. I don't. I can't say. I don't. They're, they don't seem to be affiliated with Assemblies of God. I don't know if that was a mistake. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with their Facebook page. There's, there's some things here that I'm not quite understanding. Uh, and the one thing they don't have is they don't seem to have anything about a doctrinal statement or a theological statement. So we're going to have to do a little bit of research. So in summary, the FBI today raided three churches, two in Georgia, one in Texas, all three near military installations. The, ch- the churches were near the following military installations, near Fort Gordon, near Fort Stewart, and near Fort Hood. The churches raided. One of the primary complaints appears to be is because these churches were targeting military members through basically, when you really read into the story, for soul winning, for trying to recruit, trying to solicit members of the military, well, I guess either with the gospel or with their theology or with them to come to their church. Now, that, that, that's a dangerous precedent right there. That's a dangerous precedent. However, there's some additional claims. One person makes the claim that, they, that members had snuck into the barracks and threatened military members. Now, I don't know how they snuck in. I don't know if there's any confirmation of that happening. And I don't know the nature or the content of said threats. The other thing is supposedly... They're targeting military members so that they can gain access to their military financial benefits or educational benefits or housing benefits. And I don't really know exactly what they supposedly are doing. Now, let's make it very clear. If I'm in the military and I have some financial benefit and I decide on my own to give it to a church or to, or to whatever I can do, like giving my VA disability check, right, that I get, and I take that money and give it to a church, that would be on my own unless you're claiming that they're being brainwashed to do so. Well, brainwashing usually requires isolation and then indoctrination. You have to isolate, then you indoctrinate, right? Well, if, if, the, men, if the men that are and the men or families that are coming are still working in the military, how are they being isolated? Like, I, I don't, there's a lot of questions here. A lot of questions here. And I am no way claiming these churches are good. I'm not claiming these churches' theology is right. I, I may think these churches are heretical, apostate, ungodly, dangerous. I, I may warn against them all day. But I get really nervous when I read a news article that the FBI is raiding churches, and one of the complaints is they're recruiting and soliciting members of the military. And what is that recruiting and soliciting? It's soul winning. They go on, they go to base housing and try to soul win, 
Try to present the gospel to people. Try to get people to become Christians. We've got to get the FBI in on that right now. I mean, we've got to move in. This is a danger. We've got to take this. That is a little concerning. That is a little concerning. But maybe when the FBI releases a statement, they're going to give us a, a picture here of some sinister organization that is dangerous, hurting people, engaged in all kinds of horrible uh, fraud and abuse, and maybe it's going to be something horrific. But at least from the initial reports, I'm having a hard time knowing exactly what these churches, even what they're actually being accused of. It sounds because the the focus of the report seemed to be on these churches are near military bases, and they're they're soul winning. Oh no! Now I may think their soul winning is horrible because of their theology, but I I I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're just going to leave it there. I'm going to make sure that I haven't received any comments uh, coming in. And I do apologize. I'd almost lost my voice and part of that. I, I do apologize. Sometimes that happens. All right. Then I have to start swallowing and things like that. It makes me mad, but sometimes I can't control that. All right. Here we go. Okay. No, no comments. So uh, either nobody cares, <laughs> nobody's listening, or everybody's doing what I'm doing. Wait, what is going on? But if you find anything, if you can be, please note, do this. If you email me at newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com, whatever information you find, please, I need not only the name of the source, but a link that will take me directly to it because I don't want to report anything I don't have a, a link for. I'm re- I, I was reading from a report at Yahoo News who took it from the Augusta Chronicle, and a USA Today reporter contributed to the reporting. So that's three sort, three, well, USA Today reporter, the Augusta Chronicle, and Yahoo News. So you have kind of at least three different, I guess, inputs possibly to it. Yahoo just may be simply sharing it, and they didn't have any involvement and the investigating or creating of the, of the story. So it just may be the Augusta Chronicle and a reporter from USA Today, uh, USA Today, who contributed to the report. Um, the abuse of the GI Bill is the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, I agree, but even that, I just, how would they, they, all, they and I, I guess the only thing I could say is, you know, they're getting the military member's information and then claiming that military member is going to their seminary when he's not, and they're taking the GI Bill. But then you would think you would you would have military members saying, hey, they just stole my GI Bill. And the, the story doesn't have any reports of military members going, they stole my GI Bill. I had 10000 or $20,000 for college, and it's gone. And I never went to that school. I never enrolled in that school. You, that, you think that would be in the news report. You think military members would be like, give me a camera. They stole my money. I know I would have been. I'd have been like, no, no, I want my, G- I want my education money, my educational benefits back. Because that's one of the reasons I joined the military. I love that. I, I mean, I, I used the TA, the tuition assistance, and got as many degrees as I could way before I even touched GI Bill. In fact, I think I transferred the GI Bill uh, over to my daughter. So um, I, I don't even remember what I ended up doing with all, some of that money. I think I used some of it. I can't even remember all, all the things I did. I used so much military money for, for education. But I mean, if someone stole my money, I, I'd be reporting it everywhere. But the, the, the story doesn't have any reports like that. 
You got some ex-members saying, we, we used to go soul winning and on base housing and at the, you know, the post exchange or the base exchange. Ooh, that's what well, would be the post exchange because all of those were, were army post, not, uh, not air force bases. So, I mean, like how, 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 how horrible could that be? I mean, I, I, I mean, something is weird with this story. Something is weird. So we do have a listener who lives in Georgia. Uh, they can let me know if they've heard anything about this. I haven't heard anything about it. Now, I, I live hours away from Fort Hood or for, for, from Colleen, Texas, where Fort Hood is located. Um, I think I know some people who, who are assigned to Fort Hood. I think I have someone in my church that they have family members who's assigned to, Colleen, uh, to uh, Fort Hood. Uh, maybe we can see if they know anything about this church or get some information. But what a crazy just a crazy story. I, I, I'm still trying to process it. I'm still trying to process it. But there you have it. Um, I'm just going to stop right there. I don't know what else to say. I'm, I'm, I'm a little perplexed by the whole thing. But uh, I want to uh, trust me. This is what wasn't what I had planned right now. I plan on doing other things, but I'm like, I got to talk about this. So because it's just so crazy. So crazy, but you can email me newsif at yahoo.com. Any information you find, again, I need sources. I need sources. I need sources. And uh, we want to try to stay with, you know, something that is somewhat credible, not something just, just out there throwing who knows what out at, at it. It's going to be interesting to see how, I mean, these churches may prove to be like absolutely crazy, but I just want you to understand that I still want crazy churches to be able to evangelize. I want crazy churches to be able to build their church buildings as close to wherever they want to as possible because I want them to have freedom because if they, you take their freedom, then you're going to take my freedom. That's how come I was upset and very angry when many Christians were supporting trying to stop Muslims from building mosques after 9-11. I'm like, how dare you? It's freedom of religion. I want them to be able to build a mosque and you want to be able to build a church. I, I like, I know. I, I want... Look, I may I may disagree with these churches and think they're absolute, completely crazy, but as long as they're not committing illegal acts, then you want them to have the freedom because you start taking away their freedom. I'm telling you. I say it all the time. The freedom you deny others is the freedom you ultimately deny yourself. And the freedom you demand for yourself is the freedom you have to give to others. The freedom you deny others is the freedom you deny yourself. And the freedom you demand for yourself has to be a freedom you give to others. And I definitely, one of the great things about this country is freedom of religion. So I don't know what in the world's going on here. But remember, we don't have the FBI side of the story. Whenever I can find that, then maybe we'll finally figure out, okay, okay. Now we understand. Now it makes sense. Right now, I'm confused. But maybe once I get the FBI report, I'm like, oh, okay. No wonder they showed up with guns. No wonder they raided these churches. No wonder. It makes perfect sense now. But as of right now, I'm a little, I'm a little confused. I'm a little confused. All right. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great night. God bless.